Good morning and welcome to Kingdom Leadership Equipping. And this is also the podcast of KLE, uh, where we are equipping you with a kingdom mindset that you can begin uh, to live and lead from a kingdom perspective, with a kingdom mindset. It's how you lead. It's from the inside out. It's the kind of spirit that you lead with. And so, you know, there's, there's so many things. This morning I was awake at like 4 o'clock and just thinking about, about the whole concept of kingdom leadership and, and just what was it that Jesus was trying to convey when he uh, was leading his disciples? What, what message beyond salvation, beyond redemption, was he trying to embed into the disciples and into the people that he was influencing? So, you know, and that's that's an interesting journey um, in that sense is like, what was it that, that the essence of Jesus, life and ministry? And the thing about it is, is that if you if you really look at it, Jesus came speak saying in, uh, in uh, Matthew chapter four, it says Jesus came preaching, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent means to have a change of mindset for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I'd like to say this, it doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter what what kind of of role or responsibility you have, you have, as a believer, you have a responsibility to in fact adopt the kingdom mindset so that you begin to uh, live that in into where you are, into the culture, into society, into your community, into your world, into your relationships, that you live with that kingdom mindset. Kingdom mindset being where God rules is where his kingdom is, where he's the governor. And uh, I spoke a lot, I spoke about that last night on, on the Sunday message uh, for, for, um, for KLE podcast. So it's about, um, uh, it's all about a king. <laughs> it's all about the king. And so it, go and catch that if you haven't been onto the KLE podcast yet to catch that uh, message that I I, um, I I spoke about last night um, being being resurrection Sunday so yeah so it doesn't matter where you are and what your responsibility is the fact of the matter is is that you have a responsibility to bring kingdom into that uh, into that area into that area of responsibility that's what it's about now this morning, what really came to me was the whole concept about balance, finding balance. So this is something that is so so prevalent in a lot of articles, a lot of blogs, etc., on leadership. Is just about finding balance or having balance in your leadership. So, how do we get the balance? How do we find the balance? I believe the balance in leadership, and specifically in kingdom leadership, is about three areas. One is about Finding the balance between inspiration, influence, and impact. Each one has a different aspect to it and a combination that contributes to it. And so, you know, um, inspiration is 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 by what spirit that you're leading of. Influence is what spirit are you in, in investing, and impact is the results that you're getting because of it. So, from one is the spirit by which you lead. And then the spirit by which you touch people's lives 
and then the results that you get from that. And how do you get those things? So that is where you need to have the balance and inspiration, influence, and impact. Very, very important. There's also the balance that as a kingdom leader that you need to find between um, the spiritual aspect of leadership and then the practical aspect of leadership. It's living your faith and getting results. Most Christian leaders or church leaders within the church context who are believers today have sort of forgotten the aspect of practicality of where there is getting results. Um, it's just about, and, you know, faith does get results, but there's, there's more to leadership than just <laughs> saying I'm a faith believer. It's how you live your faith. It's how you you inject that into where you are. So taking your inspiration and living it with influence and getting an impact. So we've got to be, learn to manage the balance in those two simply because if we don't manage those two, uh, the results and, and our spiritual life, we can tend to go pendulum swing from one to one more than the other. And so either, you, either we are, as believers, become too carnal, and so all we are is about trying to implement Leadership principles that we learn from secular leaders. Now, I love to look at quotes of secular leaders and what, you know, what impacted them, the principles they lived by. But I'm always balancing that with, with godly leadership, with, with what Jesus taught, what the Bible says. Because if we don't balance it out, then we can be so focused on leadership style and uh, leadership profile that we that we forget the spiritual aspect of it and jesus said my kingdom is not of this realm and so what realm was he talking about well there's a spiritual realm there is a spirit realm and this from the spirit realm we need to be aware of something called pneumaticos pneumaticos we find the word in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We also, mostly in 1 Corinthians, you find the word. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it says a spiritual man examines, judges, and implements or applies all spirituals. The pneumaticos man it, it understands, implements, or, or yeah, understands, knows, and implements, uh, judges, discerns, and implements pneumaticos things. In other words, pneumaticos is the word for spiritual things. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he says, I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning spiritual things. And the, the word there is actually spirituals, pneuma being the spirit, and ekos being things. So spiritual things. So we've got to learn to take from the spirit realm and bring it into the, the physical realm. Now that takes that takes faith, but it also takes competence. It takes ability to relate that. Do you know over the years how many how many people I've met? And this is not this is not just ordinary, uh, you know, people that work a job, etc. I'm talking about spiritual leaders, people who are leaders in churches, leaders in 
in very responsible positions who actually do not know how to effectively and and um, uh, uh, effectively simply communicate with people. They don't know how to engage. They do not know how to equip, and they don't know how to empower. It it's all about them, and they're gifted people, but they have no idea on how and they're not competent and not skilled in their influence so they have great inspiration from from spirituals but they don't know how to implement and get results so they get results by pushing by forcing but that never lasts and trust me you know we we've all grown up in that we've learned from those from those models but those models don't actually lost. So I made the mistakes as well. And I've, as I've shared, you know, I went through a journey of where God began to break down for me, the spiritual principles of leadership, kingdom principles. And that's where the whole concept, the whole movement began of kingdom leadership equipping was just from that concept, those concepts, those principles, those lessons that God began to teach me uh, by the spirit of God and began to show me the things that were done wrong and the things that I've seen, the things that I've experienced, the things that I've done that were that didn't conform to his kingdom, that weren't his order of things. And therefore, I got the things wrong. So finding the balance is finding the spirituals, being sensitive. And the first place to start off with understanding what's in the spirit realm, what is spiritual things, is through the word of God. You've got to be grounded. Kingdom leaders are grounded in the word of God. They're grounded. Jesus said that the wise man hears and does the word, and he's like a, a man who built his house on a rock. And the floods come and the storms come, but the house stands firm. It doesn't get moved. And, and that's the thing is, if you want to know what is the constitution, what is the domestic and um, what is the foreign policy or ex internal and external policy of the kingdom of God, the word of God tells you. It, the word of God is a spiritual book. It's spiritual words. Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. So the word of God is, is spiritual. It gives us spirituals. It gives us life. And so as we spend time in the word of God, you know, and it's not how much you know. It's not about theological degrees. It's not about Bible school. It's about taking little portions and implementing them into your life every day. And sometimes you can dwell on something and just get something that really deepens. I'd rather have find a man, find a leader, find somebody that really takes one thing and really builds it into his life by the power of God and sees that thing implemented into his life and that goes and impacts other people's lives, then somebody has all the knowledge but has no implementation, doesn't do anything with it. They can talk, they can shout you down, they can argue, they can debate with you, uh, they can you know prophesy, but they can't bring impact into people's lives. And so the implementation is practical. And that's where we get that balance between what's, what's spiritual and what is practical. We've got to learn how to strategically. In fact, um, in that, in that uh, specific uh, post that I put into Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group, Facebook group this morning, um, the amplified version says he's, he's far-sighted and practical. 
And uh, that is incredible. So he takes the word of God and implements it. I I wrote two books. (laughs) I always wanted to write a book. I always wanted to publish a book. And I just like, you know, there's so many books in the bookshelves. And, and, you know, you buy books and everybody's reading 12 steps to this and five steps to that. And, you know, and, and, you know, 20 chapters in that. and, And it's like book, more and more knowledge. And I, listen, I read hundreds of books. And, and, and it wasn't a bad thing. Good thing. Good thing to read a lot of books. But I, what I saw was people read books and didn't implement. And I, I didn't want to just add another book and say, well, just in that, all those shelves and with all this knowledge. And some people are brilliant writers. It's like, well, how does my book fit into all of that? And one morning I woke up and God had sp- spoke to my heart as I was waking up. And he said, I want you to write a no content book. And I thought, what? is a no-content book. I have no idea what that is. How do you write a book that's got no content? And and uh, I did a Google search on no-content books, and it came up that there are no-content books. It's like a coffee coffee table book. It's just got pictures in it. And and um, some people put out journals. You, you just journal. Uh, it's blank pages. You just journal on it. Or And some people do like blank book and and it's it's to draw pictures or to color in those are no content books so what how would i write a no content book and i thought about something i a few years ago i uh, i sat with a young man who was struggling with what his purpose was as a as a as a business young businessman and and he said, I can't hear God. I said, you can hear God. Let me let me share with you. Uh, let me help you um, that God is speaking to you. And we went through a series of questions. And the whole thing was, I took him to the place of, of it just flowed out of me, you know, is that how can he take what is spiritual and implement what is spiritual into where he is right now? And he sat there with tears in his eyes and said, God is speaking. And I said, absolutely, God is speaking. And so I, I remembered that sequence that, we, that I did with him, and I put that into a, a, a book, a devotional book called Divine Guidance in Your, in your Purpose um, or something. It's on, on the website. If you go to kingdomleadershipequipping.com, and the book is there. You can, you can get it off, uh, off uh, Amazon. And uh, it's, it's like a journal, but with coaching questions that coaches you on how to, how to interpret what God is saying to you. Because God is speaking to you and how to interpret that. And then I wrote another one. I put, a, I, I, I put another one together on the book of Proverbs. Because what I what really stood out to me was just taking one thing and implementing it every day, taking one principle, one thing, and implementing it. And so I put that together as a uh, as a devotional as well called the Nuggets of Wisdom by King Solomon. And and so you go through the Book of Proverbs one chapter a day, and you find one thing that you can implement. And so I put some coaching questions to help you with that as well. So that was the the. No content books. It's taking action. It's it's take doing something rather than trying to get everything. It's taking one thing, and so that's where we find the the, the wisdom of God, and th- that's where we tap into uh, the the nuggets of wisdom of the Word of God. We tap into God's policy. We tap into God's 
constitution of the kingdom of heaven. What is the country of heaven like? Jesus said, you need to petition our father on this basis. Ask him to uh, um, um, that your kingdom would come and that your will be done on earth as it is in where? Heaven. And who brings that? You and me, we bring that into where we are. How do we do that? By learning what is his internal and external policy. What is his constitution of the kingdom of heaven? We find that in the word of God. It tells us what is in that realm and it tells us how to bring it out. And then we need to live it out. So we get inspiration, inspiration, influence, and impact. That's the three eyes that you have. And I'll be sharing in time how those how you get a combination of those things to actually bring, uh, to, to see those things um, all come into balance properly. But how do you get them? And that's the thing. But the important thing today I want you to see is how do you balance that? Let me say this. You know, is uh, in church I've heard over the years it's God first, you know, spouse second, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But let me tell you how the kingdom works. It's first seek first the kingdom of God as in order of first things. In the order of first things, it's first the kingdom of God, seek first and his righteousness, and all that you need will be added unto you. You've got to be able to balance that. And the balance first is finding the order of God's government into your life. First, his government. Let me say to you, as a kingdom leader, what we do is we learn the pneumatic cost. We learn the, the breath of the Spirit. We learn the impact of the Spirit, the inspiration of the Spirit from the Spirit of God. That's why we are temples of the Holy Ghost. We've got to be temples of God because God begins to inspire. He reveals to us the things that need to be done at the right time. As you're spending time with Him, as you go through your days, you're worshiping the Father, as you are developing this kingdom mindset, God begins to reveal to you, your wife needs attention. That person needs attention. That relationship, that area of your business needs attention. Your customer, your client, these things need. And so as you obey those impromptings from the Spirit of God, you don't get out of balance in one area and not in another. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you, don't, you don't swing the pendulum too far out into any one area. You're constantly sensitive to what, this, to what the governor, to what the king is showing you from the kingdom as his kingdom representative, as a king in the kingdom under the king, he reveals to you as his, as his uh, representative where he needs you to focus and what needs focus at that point in time. And he gives you that inspiration from the spirit so that you can begin to influence into that area and have results, bring impact. That's the power of kingdom leadership is that we receive, we give, we have results. That's the balance. Nothing gets out of balance. I promise you, when you are when you are in tune with God, nothing gets out of place. Your kids don't suffer. Your spouse doesn't suffer. Your um, your time with God doesn't suffer. Your business doesn't suffer. Your relationships don't suffer. Uh, you know, nothing suffers. Your ministry doesn't suffer because you've got everything in balance to where God wants you to be. And that's how you find the balance as a kingdom leader. So from Sean, until next time, thank you for being with me and we'll talk some more in the future. Cheers.